0: Hey, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is December 7th, 2022, and this is episode 120. Today is a big full moon in Gemini, and a lot of people, astrologers, are talking about this full moon because it is conjunct. Mars, which happens to be retrograde. Um, and what that also means is since the sun and moon forming in oppositions creates a full moon, we have the sun opposing Mars as well. So these are all again metaphors, metaphoric metaphors in our sky, um, because the symbolism Behind this is, of course, Mars's energy, aggression. Um, the Moon is emotions, softness, um, and the Sun is our. It's like our will, you know, our um, our natural um, emanation, <clears throat> and like the center of our self is our sun and um so it's funny because a lot of people are have been talking about how this is this is a very um there's a lot of agitation around this full moon because it's conjunct mars and i you know i bought into that um (laughs) because that's what everybody is saying but as i was driving home today I thought, um, you know, possibly, again, it plays out for each of us differently, Um, you know, obviously, but specifically because this is happening in different areas of our charts, wherever Gemini happens to be in your birth chart. I'm talking astrology here. Um, But today I had the... uh, privilege I guess of watching a um a live talk um and it was about masculinity and it and it was two men talking about um masculinity basically and it was a beautiful conversation and it was very it was interesting you know some conversations come from the head you know very heady um, and some conversations you know you can detect are coming from the heart, and this conversation, a big part of this conversation, was coming from the heart and it it just it just was a different experience to be in the presence of someone speaking from their heart because I think that's uncommon many people that's our evolution right as we're trying to get back to our heart out of our heads and um you know some of us are there more um often than others or whatever i mean it's a it's a journey excuse me but so it was just um it was a very it was also very intense conversation and I got emotional um, in the presence of it, and I also just felt riveted by the whole thing. And then I went to go take a walk afterwards, and I was just very affected by this. I felt very, I don't know, I was just really glad I had an opportunity to go move my body and be outside and um, kind of metabolize this, because again these conversations are clearly not happening every day. They're not happening. Some people have never been involved in such a conversation in their lives, you know, um, on such deep topics coming from such deep, um, a deep place in, in the presenters. And so I just felt the gravity of this. I felt really, um, You know, like I I personally feel like I need to a lot, a lot of my life time for grief. I experience a lot of grief in life because I just, I just, so many things are heartbreaking to me and, um, on the planet, you know, just, it's just, I, I have pretty deep emotions. And so, you know, for me, it's like food of, The soul to get to be in that depth. And, um, but it really felt like, wow. Like, uh, I just, I just felt how it was, you know, I was carrying a gravitas (laughs) as I drove, um, to the location that I was walking that again, most people are not walking around with consciously, you know, and because we're busy, we're, we're in our, fragmented selves were in our heads were take you know we're in our whatever ego and and that kind of thing um and i just i don't know i just felt really it felt like a really special experience and um in any case um as i was driving home i thought wow what a flip on this moon conjunct Mars, because everybody's making it out to be that Mars is going to dominate the moon, right? Like Mars is going to cause aggression to the moon. And that the again, those polarity, that polarity of the more masculine, which being Mars and feminine being the moon, that Mars will win and overtake and 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 you know, take the moon off its center and cause it to be agitated um and again, maybe that was some people's experience for sure, but my experience of this today was that the moon actually was a bomb for Mars, and it was actually the moon the power of this full moon quelled quenched um sedated <laughs> um you know like it was such a powerful experience of the moon affecting mars in a way that it was like it created this if we think of if we mixed this masculine drive with this feminine softness with this feminine receptivity and depth it is it was a powerful potent energy that i witnessed in this conversation And it was an exemplification of the moon and Mars coming together, being highlighted by the sun, but in this case, it was that Mars kind of became submissive in a certain sense Um, to the moon. The moon was dominant. And I thought this, you know, was an interesting flip and it really made me think about You know all the times because I follow the transits every week, and I, you know, astrologers will give their interpretation, and it can be very logical, rational. Like, well, this energy is coming together with this energy, and that's what this is what happens when those energies come together. It's like, well, maybe not. You know, maybe that's not what's going to happen, or that isn't what those two energies (laughs) look like. It, you know, it's like saying. Uh, you know, blue and red coming together, create purple, right? That's what happens when planets conjoin. They create a, you know, a filter, like a new energy. But we never know what shade of purple we're going to be looking at, right? It could be light purple, incandescent purple. It could be deep, dark purple. It just depends on the, you know, the, the way the energies come together and how much, you know, what velocity each is going is going at because if you think about it the way I looked at this was you know the moon is moving much faster than Mars and the moon is way more it is more powerful in well in our lives at least I mean we can't really I mean we I guess we can see Mars right now in the sky but not not the way we can see the moon and um you know Excuse me, the moon is again moving so fast, and it's it makes sense to me that it would be the dominant energy here that the that Mars would have to kind of, um, you know, bow to the moon. So, and that's again, that's an internal, it's not about like feminine winning over the masculine, but as you may know, I mean, there's a lot of talk about this time in history, right, of being the rise of the feminine, we can see that all over in um, households and workplaces, etc., that, you know, women clearly are rising, but we're not, you know, the idea is we will not benefit from there being just a flip-flop of power out of a patriarchal to a matriarchal, um, we're looking at emerging, you know, we're looking at what can happen when they come together, these two energies, and we benefit. We actually work together instead of one-upping each other or, you know, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to be number one. That's that's still, again, a masculine Um, that's still one side of the the spectrum. So how can we marry the two, right? The masculine and the feminine to create, um, a very unifying and deeply potent and powerful and truthful and transcendent experience. So I just wanted to share that, um, for what it's worth, I think it was it was an interesting lesson for me too again, because the closer I work with the transits myself um again it there's so much misinterpretation that can happen when we're you know using our minds to look at these signals and these signs but again if we we must we must take so many factors into consideration when even looking at a single transit, because there's much more going on than just that transit. It's a timestamp. There's, you know, every other part of the sky is included. <laughs> Everything is included in that transit. It's not just two planets coming together. Um, and, uh, yeah, so again, which is to say... um. Something I think about a lot these days is that, you know, we are at a time in history, the turning of the ages, that we, I believe, there's an opportunity to, in a sense, do some wiping of clean of the slate. Um, and when we bring in our projections from our baggage, when we bring in our ideas of what you know, it had ha- what happened last time, so therefore it will happen again. Kind of predictions, we basically recreate the past, right? We have an opportunity to do things differently, but we decide that we're just going to regurgitate <laughs> what we already know because our minds are not open. Our minds are not open to the unknown, to seeing things differently, and to a new slate. We would rather create recreate something familiar even if it's another form of suffering the same old form of suffering so it's really an imperative you know to come to our lives and to our elections and to all of all of life with a clean slate in your mind so you're not recreating the past into the future and you know this goes with so many parts of our lives right that we we have fear of recreating the past and that is how things work we do <laughs> we have the potential to do that but it's a potential and there is another opportunity to create a new story and i really do think I really do think and I've seen it over and over, you know, that what people expect is going to happen doesn't happen (laughs) the way that we expected it, like the recent elections. And um, we have to stay in the unknown and we have to be careful to recreate, you know, from our own traumas. So I really hope that if you're projecting anything into the future, that, you know, you really be conscious of what that is. And and it's not even to say to project positivity. I mean, that's great. But I think mostly to come from neutrality because we really don't know. And if we don't create anything at all, it leaves room for creation to happen. You know, it's like, You know, it's not bad to add a little sparkle (laughs) in your manifestation, of course. Um, And, you know, of course, most things happen through a vision. So, you know, that is part of it. But I think being able to realize that also we are, you know, we're so busy creating sometimes when there's there's something different happening (laughs) that we're not even paying attention to. So, all right, well, really that's, you know, um, I had just one little uh, sort of thing I wanted to podcast about today. That was just kind of an intro that I gave you right there, but um, so I guess I'll tack this on. And it was um, just the idea that... I had come to me the other day, which is that, um, it about negativity and, and negativity in, um, people, you know, when you, when you, when you meet somebody and they're really negative or they're really abrasive or they're really bitter or they're really angry or they're really offensive, right? When you meet somebody and you're like, ouch, like there's something going on there. And either it's directed at you, or it's just in their energy field. Um, I just had really a revelation, which, you know, may be kind of obvious, but, um, and everybody, I mean, I, I kind of know this already, but it just landed in a deeper way, was that any negativity that we carry is, is a reaction from not getting love, and obviously this starts in our childhood so you know the deeper the you know the roar the louder the roar the deeper the dysfunction the 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 harsher the the person clearly the the harder the experience they had in their childhood again this is not something i wasn't aware of before but it was just a way for me to really reframe um, any, you know, toxic traits, behaviors that I witness and experience and others as well as myself. But it was really mostly about me being able to have compassion for people who um, I feel, you know, like not... um Like it's hard to, it's hard to be around their energy. Right. And so anyway, that was something I thought I would podcast about, but it's just a little thing that I'm tacking on to the end now. Um, so there it is. And this is my short episode for the week for this week. Um, (laughs) yeah, uh, just some musings, I guess. Um, but I certainly hope you have been enjoying the full moon, that whatever it's doing for you and whatever Gemini is for you in your in your chart and your in your life, that there's something happening there that is, you know, getting your attention and hopefully that you're learning from and growing from. And, uh, yeah, so that's my episode for today. You can find me at juliaburnmom.com. Um, of course, I do life coaching, uh, at astrology readings, tarot readings, wellness, and um, yoga sessions. So please get in touch if you know you're feeling the need to get some guidance, get some support um, around how to really be in alignment in your life right now. All right. Well, wishing you a great week and thank you so much for listening.